about did you say alan has been getting some time off because he's been doing things that early in the morning two o'clock morning funny because that's what my topic is today time and how it relates to sales so i thought we'd have a little discussion on how time relates to sales um so number of different areas just want to know who goes to more than say up to five networking events a week Who goes to between five and 10 networking events a week? Pop your hand up. Who goes to more than 10 networking events a week? Right. How much time do you reckon that takes? It loads. Yep, up to five, takes a bit. Yep, at least five hours. Yep. Between five and 10, you're looking at up to 10 hours. For those who are doing more than that, if you do about an hour at an event, you're looking at that. All right, so question becomes, if you're going to take the time to do all the networking, which is fine, great for advertising, right? What about the follow-up? How much time gets allocated for following up? Mm -hmm. Right, so if you're going to go up to five networking events, how much time do you think to relate to sales should we be putting in to follow up after each networking event? An hour of meeting. An hour of meeting? What sort of follow-up is that, Mark? Um... In the BX world, it's, you know, following up on, you know, connections, pay forward slips, being polite, saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just, just picking up on anything else through the meeting. So, yeah. Right. I think it's pretty important to try and do that same day rather than let it go a few days later because you do it the same day, people are going to get that you're interested in helping them. I now, that's, that's an interesting point as to which day to follow up on. Here's something that I've noticed, particularly because see, while it's on Zoom now, we can easily do five. We could get up to 10 and not even notice we're doing it. Who writes down the list of every, who has one particular book and writes down the list of every single event that you go to with the list of people that's sitting there, right? Okay. Rebecca, any chance that you've written down how many events you've been to? You've got a number stat there. How many events you've been to from whatever date you started? Unmute. She's still learning about that bit. Yeah. Shut up, Fred. Um, I don't have the figures with me here, but I, I do have a figure written down, yes. Yeah. I think we I, worked it out. It was like, oh, 100 and, yeah. I yeah, remember. there was over 153 last yeah. time we chatted, right? Yeah, exactly. And that wasn't for the whole year. No, I know I'm, I'm at nearly 300. So here's an interesting thing, 300 for the year. How many networking events do you reckon I follow up on if I've done 300 this year already? 300. Yeah, no, haven't can't get to it, right? It's, if I can't get to it, <laughs> others aren't get to it. And I have a system. And so I find it very hard to get to with that many events because it takes up a lot of time. So then the question becomes, if you're gonna take up all this time with networking and even if you get to the follow-up, how much time do you have left for work? Like mm. physically for work. So Grant Cardone says in one of his books, he says, white space in your diary is the devil. And you should never have white space in your diary. Now, more recently, I've been thinking about that, right? Because I get some white space in my diary. If I show you mine, I'll show you my little diary, right? Which I'm just getting into the new one now. There's some white space. So I've got a lot of things filled in, but I have white spaces on different days, right? 
And as my diary gets bigger, like I've got more white space, right? Each colour means a different thing. You know, pink is networking, blue is sales classes, orange is 2022, so coaching sessions. So each thing means something. There is white space there. The trick becomes not to fill in the white space with stuff like more networking because I've got time now, so I should just advertise myself more. The secret becomes as you start doing so much advertising, if you're not getting to the follow-up, so me as an example, right? My whole goal this year was to increase my group sales classes. So I've been to 300 events. You sit between, let's say, 15 to 20 people at each event. If you can't increase by one per event that you're going to, you're probably doing too much advertising and not enough follow-up or not enough what goes on the other side. So then let's have a look at it like this, right? Multitasking. How much time do you reckon multitasking takes up? Right, going to an event, trying to write down some other notes as you're doing something, updating some notebooks while you're at it, listening to what people are saying. That's one way of multitasking. What about one-to-ones? How many one-to-ones do you reckon? How many, how many one-to-ones do people do during the week? Um, up to five? Put your hand up if you do up to five. Yeah, probably do up to five. Some weeks, none, but others up to five. Who does between five and ten? All right, Jason, how many do you reckon you do in a week? I, I actually have set aside in my diary space for 18. I always make sure I try and get to 10. Okay, 10. 10 equals how many a day? Two. It's only two. Yeah, two a day. Only two a day, right? All right, how many sales do you get from those two a day? Probably five over the week in one the day week? for the other. Yeah. Okay, yep. All right then. What do you do with the other five? You get five across the line, five not. What are you doing with the other five? Oh, we keep them and we keep sending them emails and we'll keep getting them back in the room and we'll keep hitting them up again. Goal is to keep moving. So at least you're doing something with them, right? So quick question. Who, if you think about it, one sale a day. I mean, if you were to do one sale a day, on one hand, you think that's a long day to only get one sale, right? Does, everyone agree? Does anyone agree? I mean, there's a lot of time in the day for one sale, right? Let's say you get them first thing in the morning, right? But over the course of the year, if you would do one sale a day over the course of the year, how many is that? Anyone tell me? 264. Yeah, 365. I'm going straight for the 365, not even the 250, right? What, but yeah, 365. No, don't worry about those things. You know, it's only one a day. 342 right? working days in a year. <laughs> All right, let's go with that then. <laughs> right, 240. So 240 sounds good, actually, by the end of the year. So then the question becomes, why do more than one meeting a day? Why not just do one meeting a day, concentrate on it so hard you get them across the line, take the rest of the day off? How do you reckon that'll work for your sales and your ability to get things done and your ability to feel good and the ability to feel efficient? So time kind of sits in amongst everything that we're doing all the time. Sometimes our time with sales is very busy doing stuff but maybe we're not accomplishing much. If we cut it all the way down to something very small where we're doing barely anything, but if we get them across the line, we kind of don't have to do too much more on the other side as well. Another thing about time and how time relates to sales is, we'll take Alan as an example. He's doing stuff on the other side of the world at two o'clock in the morning. Here's what I found out about time on the other side of the world. If you have a product that works on the other side of the world, fit in with their calendar and their timing without complaint. 
I have been practicing this for the last four months. You know, who gets the Calendly links and then finds, oh my God, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Why did they send me a Calendly link? Because it's just a crazy time, right? And it's not like you're going to do it every single day. But um, here's a secret to using time to your advantage. If you do something on the other side of the world, one thing is you have an accent compared to them and people love people with accents. So America loves us because we have an accent, whereas we like America because they have an accent. So if we turn up at their good time, which will be rubbish for us, just tell them, oh, my God, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning over here. Everybody listens. So it's a really cool way to run time to your advantage if you're going to do something at a ridiculous time or fit in with their ridiculous, what's ridiculous for you but good for them time. Let them know what time it is because they get very, um, other people get very excited when somebody's gone out of their way to turn up at some crazy time. Who knows Cat Heard from Scotland? Yeah, traditionally from um, HMP. She started with HMP. She comes to business at breakfast. Yeah, so there's plenty of weeks she comes to business at breakfast and she doesn't necessarily do her elevator pitch. But the truth is it's 10 o'clock at night or 1 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and yet she still turns up most weeks <laughs> and is there listening, taking notes, always up, you know, chat box, tries to follow up, you know, does the best she can. Some days she just can't speak. But it's 1 o'clock in the morning and she turns up to both of them. So... Um, and as a result, we do kind of like it for it, you know, of putting in the effort of turning up. So I thought maybe I'd go around and ask, what are some time thoughts or issues that, um, or what have you noticed about time, some comments that each one of you noticed? Lucia, have you noticed anything about time with you? Uh, what I'm finding is that, uh, that I, getting a balance between the face-to-face, because face-to-face, whilst it's really very effective it's very time consuming because I've got to drive there do the event drive back so it's three times the amount of time to an online event so I'm trying to get the not trying I am working at getting the balance between how many face-to-face -face events I go to than the um, online ones uh, and I, I'm finding that time's just going so fast. Like, I don't know if anyone else is experiencing that, but I just feel that, you know, before you know it, it's already seven o'clock at night or, you know, it's already the weekend. Like it just seems to be going a lot quicker and it may have something to do with my age, but I think there's some young people on the screen that would probably agree with me. Um, no, I think the more things you pack into the day, the faster it gets away from you because you can't then do the... The end stuff that you need to do, like the follow-up. It's easy yeah. to go to events, drive all over yeah. the place, zoom in all over the place, and yeah. then not have the time yeah. to write up the notes or send out some emails or book in some meetings that come from it. Yeah. Do you do you multitask your live events by doing, say, more than one live event a day? Uh one more. I oh, know I'll only do one live event a day. Yeah. I won't do more than one, but I do like today, I've been on three networking events today. I know Thursdays was always my great day. Two networking events, nothing else gets scheduled. Now all of a sudden I'm at the third networking event and I run a class tonight. Okay, that's insane. Yeah. Because that was supposed to be my follow-up day. If you don't have a follow-up day, how are you keeping in touch with things? 
Yeah. My suggestion to you when it comes to the face-to-face ones, decide that that is the only thing that you're doing all day until you follow up on every single one of those contacts that are there, your day isn't finished. What I would do when I go to face-to-face events, I mm. sit in the car and I have a secret weapon. Where is she? All right, here it is. It's mm. called a Bluetooth keyboard. 80 bucks, get it from JB. Keep it in the car with you and you grab all the business cards or all the contact details that you have and you go out to the car and before you drive away after an event, you sit there and you do all the follow-up stuff. You write to everyone, you thank them for coming, whatever it is. I mean, if you're running late, you may as well just be late and be done with it. Finish what you're doing before you get to the next place because when you get to the next place, you're not following up. Secret to following up, if you go into five or more events a week, all right, even up to five, if you don't follow up on the day. Now, if you're go- if we're going to up to five or doing more than five, the people we're networking with are doing the same thing, which means if you don't follow up on the day that that event is, they don't remember who you are to every other event they're at. Mm. If you can't follow up straight after or by that evening, you may as well give it up till next week and try to do better. Another way to use your time more efficiently. Don't keep stressing yourself out over the things that you couldn't do before because you're not going to get to it. And then the week's gone. You may as well just start again. Mm. Let's do better. So good rule of thumb for time is book out, let's say, 30 minutes at the end of an event. Follow up with as much as you can in 30 minutes. Write down your notes, whatever you need to do. Follow up as much as you can in 30 minutes. And what isn't done after 30 minutes, drop it. Go the next thing if you're going to keep going to that many events. Otherwise, you have to drop the events and work out how to get people from the 10 events into three Mm. or the other two events from five events down to three. 